0: Am I there yet? Where am I going? And so, this is how this all started. So, join me as I explore this journey that we're all on to see where it is that this crazy life is taking us. Because one thing I'm sure of, every one of us have a story filled with broken pieces, bad decisions, and some ugly truths. But every one of us also have a story filled with a major comeback. Peace, mm, peace, and grace that has saved all our lives. So join me as we continue on this journey
1: It's special for me to see It's a long, get a manic and a baby Have a massage, get a sip And then I'm ready, gotta take time out And all my real ladies know what I'm talking about Sing Baby Baby You don't know what I've been going through Sing it again now
0: Hey, peeps. I hope this is one of those days for you. As for me, it has not been a bad day. I have... uh, I got up this morning and I worked out. I had an amazing meditation. I got some work done. I spoke to... My brother in Canada, I spoke to my friends in Canada as well, and I had lunch with a friend here at home. And it brought me back to the same subject of solitude. And I'm really enjoying my solitude these days. Um, I can't say it has always been like this. While I've always been comfortable with my own company, I've always felt like I had to explain my desire for my own company, my desire to be just be in my own space, my desire to not have my ability to not have a need to be constantly surrounded by people. This morning, you know, I had a I have an Airbnb guest and I was out doing my gardening, transplanting lettuce, and she came out with a cup of coffee and she was like, "This is just so perfect. I'm glad I didn't stay at a resort." My friends are going to be mad, but I don't feel like leaving because this is absolutely what I needed. And I, it brought me back to the realization that I have deliberately cultivated this space to be like that for myself. A place where I can be without a need to escape it. And it got to a point where it became a task for me to leave my space, to interact, to socialize with others and return to it. And so people just thought I was antisocial. People thought that, you know, I just didn't want to be bothered. And it wasn't that. It's just that I was just in a place of peace. And I now realize that I need to issue more invitations to let people in with cautions, with boundaries, with um, with rules in place. And another thing that struck me also is for a few years, I had been in an intimate relationship that I chose to keep private. And because of that, I was very cautious about who came to my space because I wanted to keep that relationship insulated. And uh, that wasn't always a healthy thing. I think... It allowed the other person to take advantage of that and that they were able to carry on with their, with, with an entire life outside of our relationship because of my choice to keep it private. So I'm telling all of this to say that privacy and boundaries and And solitude is good with reason, with conditions. Be careful who you let in. Be careful who you... Be careful you don't let people take advantage of you because they will come in and they will suck that good energy out from your area, from your space, and then go back. You're not here to be... Anybody's refuel station. So remember, your solitude is for you so that you can be healthy, be mindful, be useful to yourself and to others. And also, especially at this time when the stress of the pandemic. And everything that's happening as a result of it, we have to be mindful that apart from getting vaccinated, if that's your choice, you need to take care of you mentally, spiritually, physically, physically. So you exercise, you eat well, you're careful of your mental and emotional health. Because... All of that is also what keeps you healthy. It's also what keeps your psyche and your body healthy enough to fight off any attacks from the virus if you come in contact with it. And it's good to know that, that you play a part and you play an active part in that. Um, somebody was talking to me recently, and she said, you know, sometimes when I'm alone, it's scary. My thoughts are scary. And I, I'm here to say it takes practice. It takes practice. For me, it comes naturally because I grew up in a very solitude life, life. I grew up without a lot of friends and kids my age, so I had to spend time with myself. What scares me? What scares me, and this is my opinion, being alone is not scary, and that's what I told her. She says she felt it's scary sometimes to be alone by herself. I'm like, no, no. What you need to do is to examine what it is that makes you feel scary. Is it your thoughts? Is it the quiet? Is it, you know, when you're alone, that doesn't mean like there's no noise. I mean, you play music, you you read, you watch TV, you you garden. There's so much you can do without a need for people and crowd and leaving your space. And the more you become comfortable with it the more it is valuable you can if you can't be alone with yourself that's when i get worried if you if an individual cannot be alone with oneself without fear that is a worrisome thought because there's a difference between solitude and isolation. There's a difference between solitude and loneliness. That's why, like when they have people in prison, they put them in solitary confinement as a form of punishment because it it the, the, it deprived the senses, the see, the touch, the feel, the hear. It 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 it, it, it you know, it attacks all the senses in a ne- negative way. But solitude is something different. Solitude is being able to be by yourself without fear. You're reading, you're, you're studying, you're listening to music, you're sewing, you're crocheting, you're doing some kind of craft, you're gardening, you're, you are in your space, you're cooking, you're, you know, even cleaning. But you don't need... You don't feel the need to have people around that's necessary to function. And one of the things I will also say is uh, sometimes you feel lonely because, not because you're alone, but because you are feeling disconnected from yourself. Because think about it. There are times when you're alone and you're fine. You are totally fine. And in those moments, you need to, if you're you're someone who's trying to come to terms with solitude versus loneliness, when you're alone or by yourself, I shouldn't say that, when you're by yourself and it feels peaceful, stick a pin. The next time. And remember that. Think of what you're doing. What's happening. What your thoughts are. And practice more of that. And in time it will get easy. Because one of the things people fail to understand. Is that even when you're surrounded by people who love you. If you don't get along with yourself. You can feel lonely. You can be in a crowd. Half your life all the time and still feel lonely. So, solitude and loneliness are not part in part, you know, a, a, a state of to get, you know, that travel together. You could be in a crowd all the time, you could be busy, you could be partying, you could be. Live looking like you're living your best life with your friends and you're always out and active and you're, you feel lonely. So solitude and loneliness are two different states of mind. So work on building a better relationship with yourself. I told one of my friends that, in that, I'll be 50 next year. Actually, today makes 365, 375. In exactly 380 days, I will be 50 years old. And what I have decided and endeavored on, on a path for those 380 days is to build a better relationship with myself, to work on my relationship with myself because I know that in building that relationship with myself, my relationship with others, when I interact with them, will be so much better. Will be so much magnified in a positive way. So I encourage you all to Embrace your alone time because it gives you a chance to take care of yourselves physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Enjoy your own company and you will be at ease with anything. Solitude is not a bad thing. It is actually a kind of relief because you're able to focus on yourself. And that, my friend, is a bliss that it's it's unimaginable to describe. I look at just today where I had lunch with a friend. I I I I I about four people called my phone and we had long lengthy conversation. I'm to return a call. I have I got I was like, oh, just the conversation I had with a with someone sparked this podcast. And so I'm doing that and I'm gonna you know continue with my day, gonna go walk the beach. And I realized I have a really full life. I have a ridiculously full life. And as such, it is I'm so thankful for that. There was a time uh, recently, you know, I had a relationship breakdown, and as I said, you know, I maybe I'm boring, maybe I'm not excited enough, and I'm like, I'm like, what on earth are you talking about? And I realized, nah. Mm-mm. Now, that wasn't the reason. They had issues. And so, don't let anyone think you're weird for enjoying your solitude. And don't let people... Let me tell you something. If you're at peace, don't let people fuck up your peace just because they can't find their own. Don't Don't let them come and disrupt your life and no, because they can't find their own. If somebody comes in and they're not carrying themselves in a way that maintains your peace, your bliss, because one of the benefits that learning to enjoy your solitude and your own company is that means to escape your reality. If you have to, if you, if, if you need people around to feel alive, that we need to track, and we need to pinpoint, like for myself, I'm not in a relationship to understand what is the reason behind that, and recently you know i've had I've admitted to myself that my relationship with my father was so strained I'm his only child, so this wasn't all he has his attention, but we were never able to connect because of the relationship, disconnect with my father, that never really mended. And so I entered relationships with the subconscious thought to always give somebody their space. They must have something more important to do. I did my relationships because my partners sometimes felt that I didn't care. And it's not that I didn't care. I just never put, I have never had the luxury of putting a man, a male partner in a place in my life where they're the center of my existence. I personally believe that they have their own existence and I have mine and where we meet, that is where we should be. Some people can't handle that. But I'm also mature enough to realize that my disconnect with my father created a disconnect in me as a woman to any male I come in contact with. So, not to get too heavy and psychological, you know, we need to understand where they, we are independence or where our our cracks are, and endeavor to shift those cracks into a place of being. And so I've now resolved that should I come across another pardon into, into another relationship from the outset, I need to set boundaries as to what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. I need to to clarify before we get to a certain stage what their thought process is with regards to intimacy and commitment and how they follow up with their commitments to me to no longer make excuses for people, or for the men in my life, failing to live up to their commitment to me, not making excuses for them and letting them letting it slide. So it comes. I'm I'm saying all of this to come back to the the issue of solitude, because one of the main things that came up with it with my last relationship and my previous one it seemed to be something is that they never understood or felt they never could understood where they stood in my life where in my life was their place as far as i was concerned i don't know what they're talking about i mean what do you mean you you, you know You have a place. But I've I think I created I was in so much my own space, my own solitude, they never managed to break through the wall. Even though think of a castle and you create this world, you create this, build this house, you build this room and This is where my partner is going to live. However, your partner has to get to the gate, to the front door, with the lock, with the keys to get to that room. As far as you're concerned, their room is there. So what's stopping them? But you never (laughs) gave them the key. They never had the gate code. They never, but as far as you, you're just, you know. So I think you get what I'm saying. So make time. Make time, make space. Be aware of how your solitude affect others. And this is just, this is just a reminder. Until next time, that peace and solitude share the same home. And there's power in being comfortable alone. But make make room. Make room for others. And this is me talking to me. Make room for others in your life. So as I get ready to go on my beach walk, going to leave you with more of Whitney Houston, One of Those Days. It's one of my favorite songs from her. Until we meet again, bye-bye. See Mr.
1: Big is in the background. My little brother's gonna hold it now. Say.
0: No, I cannot sing.
1: It leads on so Deep down inside I'm really gangster. You wanna bet? <laughs> but you can't let nobody change. I can only be me. Sometimes I
0: like it raw. Sometimes I like it down and dirty. And let like me just a little off. <laughs> Thank you for joining Sometimes me on I the like next episode the of Am I There Yet? Yet? Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And I'll see you on the next episode. Sometimes I like it hot. Sometimes I wanna reach up and let my voice touch I love this song. And I like my beat hard as
1: <laughs> today old. And it ain't no business if business Okay.
0: No singing, I promise you. Bye.